And we'll call that good for today. Tomorrow, we'll this is the Daily Curio. I'm your host, Jeff Wagg, coming to you from the College of Curiosity. As promised, here I am on the beach at Sanibel Island. Actually, it's just one of many beaches. This beach happens to be the one just east of Lighthouse Point. I can see the causeway, and then a dolphin swims in front of me, because that's how it is here. Yes, there's a dolphin about 20 yards from me, just kind of doing its thing in the surf. Now, when I said I was on the beach, you probably had a vision come into your head, and it may not have been entirely accurate. For example, even though I'm only a few feet from the water, I'm not standing on sand. I'm standing on seashells. This is a mound of seashells that washed in overnight. There are, I mean, you hear the word countless? Well, there are countless seashells here. Um, in my hand, I'm holding probably a hundred different seashells. Uh, and uh, I, as a child, came here and had a lot of fun collecting the different species of seashells. I learned a lot about their names and and some of their life habits, but I'm finding now that as an adult, there's still much to learn. Just in this handful of shells I've picked up here, I have some colorful barnacles, uh, there's an arc shell, there's a calico scallop, there's an angel wing, a little one, uh, some jingle shells, which are aptly named, And sometimes if you're standing out in the surf, they'll swim right by you. Oh, that's it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. They are not afraid of us at all. Yeah, what are you doing there? You're checking for what? I'm just making a recording oh, of my I'm walk. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Now you're going to be famous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the beaches here aren't the kind of beach that most people travel to Florida for. There's not miles of sand. There aren't that many chairs with umbrellas. There's nobody to come out and give you a pina colada. None of that. But there's also none of the concrete canyons behind the beach, that, such as you find in Tampa or Miami. Here, it's all about nature. And while you couldn't say that I'm in a rural area or a, a natural area at all, there are condominiums to my right, but they're understated. They are built in such a way that they blend in. So I thought this morning I would just walk along the beach and tell you about some of the things I found. Now today it's pretty quiet. There's a little bit of a breeze and you'll probably hear that on the microphone. It's near high tide. The surf is very, very, very low. Uh, this is, you can probably hear the lapping of the surf where I am right now. It's much more like a big lake than in the ocean. But once I get around the corner of the island here, that'll change. About five feet from the water's edge, there's a line of seagrass. This gets broken up in storms and then all washes ashore and collects high at the very, very highest point of the high tide, where it will rot and begin to smell bad. But it also provides food for the many crabs and other birds and things like that that live here. So it's an important part of what goes on in Sanibel. I'm noticing a bunch of coconuts in the water today. Coconuts are actually a form of what's called a sea bean. These are the seeds from plants that use the ocean to have their seeds dispersed throughout the world. So coconuts float. You throw a coconut in the water, it will float, and it'll continue to float until it hits land, at which point it will try to germinate. 
Now the coconuts here probably didn't come very far. They probably came from planted coconuts all along the river and waterfront here. But they're still doing their thing and occasionally you'll find them growing on the beach and they tend not to last too long. A big storm or a hurricane will come and wash them up. There are other kinds of sea beans you find too and some of them can travel thousands of miles. Another common one here, it looks like an old-fashioned writing pen and it's actually from the mangrove. Big parts of the island are are covered with mangrove forests and mangroves propagate by just sending out tendrils and growing where they are but they also make these seeds they're about 10 inches long they look like a pen and they float in the water and just float along until they can find purchase somewhere they're a little different than coconuts though they're not trying to get washed up on land they're just trying to get into water that's shallow enough that the bottom of the seed can hit the bottom and then they'll dig in and try to establish themselves there and that can be the start of a whole new island well, I found something pretty incredible here it's the first time I've ever seen this on Sanibel all along the beach here are little tiny tracks and what these are are baby turtle footprints there's a turtle nest right here it's been carefully marked because these are protected apparently last night some of the sea the baby turtles escaped and made their way to the ocean I can see the tracks of maybe six or seven different turtles and I'm going up to the nest now but I'm not going to disturb it it's actually uh, roped off so that you won't accidentally disturb it it's not a big affair it's it's amazing that they knew what to look for here it's just a hole in the ground and what they've done is they've covered it with wire so that coyotes will have a hard time digging to get the eggs but there's enough gap in the wire that the baby turtles can escape so that's pretty cool it's the first time I've ever seen that on Sanibel there are quite a few different birds that live on Sanibel, and while a lot of them are more inland on this Manhattan-sized island, the ones that live on the shore are pretty interesting. Right now I'm passing a couple of white ibis. They are walking in about a foot of water, stopping every few inches to pick at something in the water. Could be a crab, could be a coquina, which is a type of small seashell. And maybe 30 feet offshore you might be able to hear people fishing. A lot of fishing here. In fact, the first sport fishing anywhere in the world was done on Sanibel Island when someone caught a tarpon from a pier that had never been done before. Now, by the pier here at the lighthouse, people use live bait mostly, and uh, they don't use you know worms. This is ocean fishing. But what they do is they take nets and they cast them out into the shallows here and collect all the little tiny fish that are swimming. And they drag the net on shore and open the net and pick up the fish. And the local birds here have learned that this is a good time to get a snack. So I'm standing here as someone is pulling in their net and there is an entire squadron of, let's see, we've got, we've got a white heron, several snowy egrets, a couple of seagulls, and they're just kind of waiting for their opportunity to stick a beak in and grab some of that bait. And we'll call that good for today. Tomorrow, we'll continue our walk 